Hi everyone, um, I'm very excited for this episode, um, it's been a lot, (laughs) um, this is episode 5, and I, um, as you can see, I decorated, um, I have my fall decor out, if you're watching this, um, you see my cute little fall decor, you'll see it on my Instagram too, um, but, yes, it has been quite some time, and, um, I wanted to touch upon what's been going on and how I am, um, but also share with all the changes and what God has been doing in the last couple of weeks, um, nothing bad, but I think after last episode, um, the last episode for, uh, Reset, God was putting me through a reset, um, in some areas of my life, um, and especially with myself, um, I, like I have mentioned before in past, um, episodes, I am in therapy, and I have no shame talking about it, I think that it's very important and very healthy, um, but there's been a lot of healing and um i think god is or god was showing me a lot in this in the last couple of weeks in this season of my life um and i wanted to share a couple of things with you guys because i think god has really been highlighting you know the name of this podcast just right above me um real walk and i don't want to cry <laughs> um in the last couple of weeks i have found myself um kind of not being real with myself and um when i had first started this podcast you know something that i said was this is a place where there's a safe space um i find a lot of people have you know told me or shared with me that they feel safe um listening to these episodes and all glory to god 100 percent um but i haven't really been living up to the name of this podcast and i i said this like you know this is a place to be vulnerable and i'm gonna be very vulnerable and honest with you guys but i haven't really been real with myself in the area of like being honest of my journey not saying that i lied or anything i'm saying i haven't fully expressed myself and shared with you guys some of the things that I have also been struggling with um and I think that it also comes from a place of trying to be strong all the time and something that God had has been speaking to me about is is strength um 
realize, you know, something that we grew up with, um, was, or, yeah, anybody grew up with hearing was, like, you're strong, you know, you fell, you were told, oh, no, you're good, you're good, you're strong, come on, keep going, keep walking, or in situations where, you know, being black and white, like, a family member passed away, oh, you are so strong, or you got out of a breakup, you're so strong, like, those are words that you hear that they're kind of they kind of become like cliche sometimes you kind of become numb to those those things and those words um and that was something that i had struggled with hearing was like you're strong and not that i didn't believe i was but in moments where i felt so weak it was so hard for me to think that i had strength and I, oh, I realized that a lot of the time we hear that I'm strong, you know, it, it puts that block of like, I can't really get in touch with my emotions or my feelings and how, I, how I'm feeling. And sometimes we kind of just shut those emotions off. And... One thing that God said to me in this process of, like, hearing him saying, you know, like, you're not strong. You are weak. Humans, as humans, we are weak. A hundred percent. But what I did hear him say was, but I make you strong. And I was like, my gosh, God, you are too good. Too good because one one thing that i have i had struggled with was you know thinking that i i had to have it all together and you know this episode i want i want to from the jump start with coming back to this i want to kind of start fresh like i like i was talking about last episode resetting like we need to reset sometimes And I felt like I needed to hit that reset button in many areas of my life, especially this podcast, not because anything prior was bad or, or it wasn't going in the right direction because a hundred percent was going the right direction and it still is, but I'm saying, I feel like it's hard for me to, um, fully open up because of my past experiences especially being a pastor's kid and i had a friend tell me not too long ago you know you need to stop calling yourself like pastor's kid like shaping who you are based off of a label and i ended up meeting another pastor um at a friend's church and he's also a pastor's son um and we we got into really deep conversation and he sent me a video to watch and it was talking about pastor's kids and something that stood out to me that he said because again he's a pastor's son um 
he said to me, either you become, as a pastor kid, either you become somebody in ministry, highly in ministry, or like highly involved in ministry, or you become a drug addict or a troubled person. Um, and I think that was one of the realest things that I've ever heard because it's actually so true. Um, something that was said in the video that he shared with me, um, was, you know, as a pastor's kid, our life is put on display. Um, and it's like a glass house or a greenhouse. If you, if you know what a greenhouse is, it's, if you don't know what a greenhouse is, it's a, basically it's like a shed, but it's for plants and it's for a lot of like, um, people that are into like, or just have a green thumb. They, they typically have greenhouses or, um, they even have miniature ones inside their homes, but basically where, where the plants are able to grow. Um, and something that really, that's what really stuck with me actually from that video, because it's so true, like my life was always put on display. I had a lot of people in my business and I think that was one of the things that traumatized me growing up and I'm, so, I'm getting into this vulnerable, um, side, but something that traumatized me growing up was everybody seeing me oh gosh everyone's seeing me i and i feel like this is what makes it so hard for me sometimes to just kind of like be me 100 percent on camera because like i feel like i'm always being watched not as much anymore because now i'm an adult like i'm 21 um but even then people are still watching you every move but as a kid, like, teenager especially, like, everyone was watching your every move. And it completely traumatized me um, growing up because I felt like I had to live up to this expectation of so many things, honestly. And to get to my point, it's hard for me to be 100% me, like I said. And hitting this reset button in the last couple of weeks kind of showed me how sometimes we are so scared to move we're so ugh. we're scared to move because we don't want our moves to be made or based off of emotion. And like something that I've heard a lot um, as well in like past relationships and, and friendships was like either, you know, before God fully started working in me, I was a very angry person. And people think that, oh, like you have to be crying and sad to be emotional, but anger is an emotion. And I was very angry at a lot of things. I was angry at being a pastor's kid. I was angry at the friends that I had. I was angry at the person that I was. I was angry at my relationships and why I always picked not the greatest people in, the, in those seasons of my life. Um, and 
I struggled with being able to express myself, um, being put on display, you are scared to move and, and do things because you're like, I don't know if this is emotion. And like I was saying, you know, I was, I was pretty angry and as I started to grow and, and God started to heal me and work in that area, something that I had prayed for not too long ago, and I was actually sharing this with my boyfriend was, you know, like he would make like jokes of like, you cry a lot. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> like, I know that. And something that I realized not too long ago, and I said this to him was, you know, I've seen myself so much more emotional and crying a lot more. And sometimes it can be like, okay, girl, like, relax. But I prayed for it. I prayed for it. And I that was something that I intentionally prayed for. And I asked God, God, soften my heart. And sometimes we ask God for things, but we don't know the result of it we ask god to complete like these these prayers and we're like god you know heal me work in me break this habit whatever the case is and we want it done a certain way but we don't necessarily expect the outcome of it and the result of it or we don't fully understand why god did it that way like we want it done our way so it's hard seeing god do it his way and um oh hold on let me let that sick <laughs> um that was something that my friend said to me not too long ago he was like yo you'll be saying some heat like things that are so deep and you just drop it and you keep moving on i don't let it sit let me let it sit um Mm, okay so um we gotta let god do it his way and i don't necessarily have a, a plan for this episode like i didn't write a script or anything it's actually a blank notes um but i wanted just god to speak through this episode um because i i feel like there's people that are listening that don't feel like they can either fully trust god or sometimes they don't hear god plans are not being you know like they're asking you're asking for things but you feel like they're not being answered and um on friday night i this past friday i um went to a worship night um with the worship team um from my church and 
or for my congregation. Um, and I got invited. Um, you know, like I've said before, I'm media director, and they invited me and stuff, and I went um, with one of my friends. And um, the Lord worked in a crazy way. Um, I didn't go to this worship night with any expectations, actually. Um, I've been kind of doing my own thing for the last couple of weeks, you know, staying in my lane, doing my thing, um, having my time with God. And there's some days, and I'm going to be so vulnerable with you guys, but there's some days that I haven't opened a book or I haven't intentionally prayed. Um, and I think, oh my God, let me not, let me not get, hold up, hold up. I'm getting too deep into this. Let me backtrack. So I went to the worship night, um, and I, one of the, our pastors was there. Um, she's actually part of the worship team as well. And she, this woman, I love her. She actually is the woman that does my lashes. I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, she was there and it was just such a heavy presence. Like the presence of God was in the room, like no secret. And it just went into heavy worship. We started singing. It just started like prayer. People started crying and I had no expectation that God was going to speak to me that night. Um, and I was, you know, sitting in my, in my corner with my friend and we were singing and worshiping and it got so heavy to the point where I just started crying, like full on crying tears on the floor. Um, and like the only thing that I could say was, God, you're so good. I'm so sorry, I'm getting <laughs> getting emotional. Um God is so good and so faithful. Um and I was as I was there, um she starts our our pastor starts ministering um to everybody and she starts praying for everyone individually but what captivated me was that she was speaking in tongues um like her prayer was speaking in tongues the heavenly heavenly language and um she got to me and i i started to feel this heaviness like a heaviness not in a negative way but a, a good type of heaviness where it was like god was just embracing everything about me and it reminded me of something that i had heard before uh, that i say all the time but sometimes we 
expect to be perfect or people are or we're expected to be perfect and god isn't looking at our perfection but he's looking at our progression he's looking at our growth and she was like heavily praying for me and i just started crying in her arms and you know had my moment with god sat down and stuff and she didn't say anything a few minutes go by she starts speaking and she's saying you know there's there's people that i was hugging in this room that i didn't have to say like words um but i couldn't go by not telling you I, like, I couldn't leave this place not telling you what the Lord wanted to say to you. And she starts talking to specific individuals. And I, I, I had this, like, heavy feeling of, like, God has something for me right now. And I, I was telling my friend on our way leaving, like, sometimes we, we go to places with the expectation or with this without an expectation of God speaking to us and we get so used to and being comfortable with like I've asked God to answer these things or I've asked God to speak to me and he didn't and when I was there um I'm gonna get back to that. I'm gonna get back to that point but when I was there um I I knew something in me was like this is for you like this night no coincidence that you were invited to this um because it was literally it was just the worship team there like my friend is also part of the worship team the youth worship team um so i was really like the only media person there um not to say that i'm not a worshiper but different subject um so I, I i knew that god was gonna say something i knew that he was gonna speak to me and in that moment and she turns to me and i'm sitting in my chair and i'm you know face down um i already was crying <laughs> and she turns to me and she says to me she's like yada i wanted to share some things and i'm not gonna share everything but um she said not to doubt that i have doubted god and that was the, the thing that stuck stood out to me the most was you know there's so many thoughts that I have in in a day that how could she possibly know this? I haven't told anybody this. I haven't shared that that information of like you know, I doubt God or like you know God, what can you do with me? I make mistakes. I fail. <laughs> I fail and the night keeps continuing and then her husband 
who's also the pastor, he says to me, you're healing. And I was like, start sobbing. I started sobbing sitting there. And I'm paraphrasing, but he 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 said the Lord knows your healing. And that's what hit me right in the chest. Because right after the episode reset, um, episode four, I I felt I was a hundred percent spiritual warfare. Definitely a spiritual attack. Um I felt this like weight of doubt, of fear. Like you don't have it all together. And I, I remember God reminding me, I can still work through your failures. God still works through your failures. And a lot of the things that I struggle with come from my childhood and from my background and healing is so important. Healing from relationships, friendships, your mom, your dad, family members. Um, healing isn't going to look like everyone else. And healing is not going to come with a a manual. The Bible is your guide. God is your guide. But healing doesn't necessarily come with a, a physical manual. This is how exactly or exactly how you have to do it. It doesn't. And I actually wanted to share with you guys. I, um, this is my devotional, but sorry, I'm grabbing this. Um, for those of you who are not watching, hold up. For those of you who are not watching, I got this book. Um, I was with some friends we were just shopping <laughs> um and i saw this book and it really was caught to my attention this is a free ad for joyce meyer really good um it's the answer to anxiety by joyce meyer how to break free from tyranny of anxious thoughts and worry and um
and something that I struggled with a lot was anxiety, depression. Um, I was diagnosed at the beginning of the year with severe depression and anxiety. And again, being very vulnerable with you guys, it, it definitely had to do with a lot of things that I grew up with. I didn't come from a broken home. I didn't. But I did come from a lot of emotional hurt. <laughs> a lot of emotional hurt. And it broke me a lot inside of me. Different areas of my life. Like it wasn't, oh, just at home or anything. It was school, friends, relationships. And it was like things had piled on top of each other for such a long time to where now, 21 years old, at the time 20, starting therapy, like now wanting to break these things, now wanting to heal from it. And again, in the last couple of weeks, like God has hit me hard, like things that I did not expect to happen <laughs> like let me tell you did not expect some things and things thrown curveballs thrown at me um and one thing that I realized again in that process because like I said you know there was things that got through at me super random and I had realized in that process or in that thing that God was healing me from that you need to stop thinking that you need to be prepared for what God wants to do in your life. We get so accustomed, we, we're taught to be prepared for everything. Like they try to like they try to build us to be prepared for things. When in reality, God is gonna throw the biggest curveballs of all, and he did just a couple of weeks ago for me. And in that process of God throwing that curveball, I saw how I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't in my plans, but it was in God's plans. God already knew what he needed to do. I thought I had healed from that situation. I thought that I moved on from it from the beginning of the year. I thought everything is good. I'm chilling, whatever, moving on with my life until this thing came up back again. The situation came up back again and I was confronted face to face with the issue that was still rooted inside of me. And I had to, you know, confront people that I didn't think I would ever talk to again <laughs> and there was a lot of healing there I genuinely felt like this physical freedom spiritually spiritual freedom where wow like I didn't know that I was still wounded by this in this book um it's a pretty short book. I'm still in the process of reading it, as you can see. But 
this book, man, I, I, like I said, you know, I was diagnosed at the beginning of the year, but I've seen how God has literally healed so many places in my heart where I've been able to get down to the root of the issue. And because of this book, it has been a guide for me. And just simply, like I said, free advertisement. But like, like Joyce Meyer, you better like sponsor me or whatever. <laughs> but just like, just the, the, the contents. Um, be anxious for nothing. Five keys to overcome anxiety. Five keys to overcome anxiety. Part two, the miracle of prayer, simple prayer, the comfort of prayer with thanksgiving, the discipline of gratitude, the peace that passes understanding, worry and anxiety about ourselves. And simply like, if you see my books, like, you know, I'm a highlighter heavily. I'm a highlighter. And Oh my God, like, listen to this. Ready, ready, ready? Hold up. Listen to this. Sometimes God delivers us from a situation quickly, and at other times we have to go through it for a season. Whew. That's actually something that I wanted to talk about because I lost my place. Hold up. <laughs> I was having this conversation with someone the other day um, where we think that we can avoid our problems by praying about it and being like oh yep this is done i prayed for it i'm healed i moved on brush it aside sometimes we have to go through it to grow through it i have to go through the issue so then i can grow through it and that was something very difficult for me in that situation where I had to go through the wound I had to go through the problem I had to confront the problem the the things that was hurting me the things that were hurting me where my my light I'm so sorry my light has a timer and it shuts off for the people watching anyways so I had to I had to confront the issue. I had to come head on with the problem to then feel that spiritual freedom. And what I, I really wanted to target and pinpoint on this episode was I didn't ask for all of this, but I needed it. I didn't ask for God to bring that situation to me again years later years it's been four years almost four years since that situation God brought it to my feet and he was like you either can step through it or you can go around it what's it gonna be going to that worship night Hearing God say, you're healing. And when you hear God, like, speak to you in such a way, it's just like, you just felt like this 
sometimes you feel like you're too broken to be healed or or for your wounds to be healed and uh to hear god say like you're healing it's like a f- a feeling that it's it's assurance 100% it's assurance and we God is so good man um in this season like I feel like <laughs> I definitely know that I'm not the only person feeling like this and that's what makes me continue because if I'm going through this, it's because somebody else needs a way out. And I don't think I've said this on here before. I think I have, actually. You know, sometimes we'll be the only version of Jesus that some people will ever meet. And if I stop, and somebody could have listened to an episode and it would have saved their lives. But I stopped because of fear or guilt and shame. Because that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to place that guilt and that shame. Like, you did this. Did you Did you see your future? You, you did this. Did you see your past? And... <laughs> He places that guilt and that shame to try and derail us from what God really has for us. You think that um, you think that the enemy is happy that I'm healing? After Friday, I know the enemy's gonna try and attack even harder. So. Please pray for me. Like, genuinely pray for me. Pray for me. Because I know that the enemy is going to try and attack ten times harder. Because I was broken. I was extremely broken. I felt like there was no hope. And like I had said, you know, I felt like I was just too broken to fix. But you're never too broken for God. And understand that we're all healing in different ways. My healing is not going to look like your healing. My issues are not going to look like your issues. My emotions are not going to look like your emotions. But you know, the solution that we will always get is the same solution. And by that I mean, when we go to scripture, it's always going to be the same. The word never changes. The word will remain the same. And it's not to make us comfortable. The Bible was not created to make us comfortable. 
It was created to confront. It was created for conviction. If I want to change, I need to accept change. I need to be okay with change. I need to be okay with growth. But if I want to stay in the same place, then you're going to have a very hard time. You do not want to accept change. If you cannot put your pride aside and be like, I don't know all the answers, but God, you do. If you cannot be okay with saying that, you need to bring it up to the guy, to the big man upstairs. <laughs> because we need to be willing for change. And, and I've seen in this season of my life, like, oh, change is so hard. It is. And I 100% feel y'all on that. Change is not easy, but you know what? The result of it, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. The result of what God has for us is so beautiful. And God God knows the plans he has for us. I said that to a friend. God knows the plans he has for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to give you hope in a future. And again, like our last episode, you know, resetting, it's time to reflect. Go to God. Ask God. I want to hear you. I want to hear you. It, you know, like I was saying before, it's been very, very, very difficult. Being in the light of others, in the sense of a title. I'm not a pastor's kid. I'm not just a pastor's kid. I'm Kiara. You are not a mistake. You are who God says you are. You are not labeled by your depression. You are not labeled by your anxiety. You are not labeled as as an issue or a problem in your family. You are not a mistake. Oh my gosh. Whoever that, whoever, you know who you are. You are not a mistake. And God had plans. God has plans for you. You are not. You are not labeled by your mistakes or by your 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 past. You are who God says you are. You are who God says you are. And 
my next episode, I'm going to be bringing a tough conversation. Um, tough topic. <laughs> we can't really go back and forth talking, but um, tough topic. And it's it's we're gonna touch on religious trauma. Um toxic church culture. Um and it's gonna be real. It's gonna hit deep. So even if you maybe don't have any church trauma or you don't have any, you know, you feel like you don't have any issues with that, still listen, still tune into it. Because sometimes we think, oh, we don't need this. And God's like, mm, yes, you do. Yes, you do, baby girl. Yes, you do, baby boy. Yes, you do. I need you to listen to this. So still tune into it because this one's going to be a little heavier, and I know there's going to be more than one part. <laughs> there's going to be more than one part, but we're going to talk about it because I think a lot of people who are listening, who who tune in to Real Wild Podcast, you, I think a lot of y'all have some things that need to be touched upon healed perspective needs to change um and that's what you know this episode we're talking about is is changing our perspective changing our habits confronting the problems looking at the issues so i I just want to pray with you guys and um I just pray that the Holy Spirit is touching you where you are, speaking to you where you are. So I just want to pray. So wherever you're at, just close your eyes and bow your head. Holy Father, we come before you and we thank you for giving us this beautiful opportunity to be able to speak life into those around us, into those listening. God, that this is just an opportunity, a glimpse of who you are, a glimpse of what you can do. God, I pray that this this episode resonates with people who are listening or watching. That this episode resonates and it speaks and it convicts. Lord God, remind them that they are not alone. We too struggle. They are not alone and we are humans. We make mistakes. And we are not perfect, but you continue to perfect us each and every single day, Lord God. 
So continue to, to just speak and pour into us. And that is all we ask. We ask for you to continue to pour into us. So that we can become better women and men of God. That you transform hearts. That you transform minds. And that your spirit. Your spirit speaks. Brings conviction. Brings clarity. Brings confrontation. Thank you for what you're doing through this podcast and through me. So we ask you, we ask for more of you each and every single day. We ask that you continue to to minister to us, to show love, but also power. So thank you for what you're doing here with this podcast. Thank you for just doing what you do best. We worship you and we glorify your name, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for being faithful. Thank you for keeping your promises. In your name we pray. Amen. I can't wait for the next couple of episodes. But um, I know, like I said, we didn't get into scripture or anything in this episode. I wanted to share. I think it's important to share sometimes. Um, But I love you guys very much and continue to pray for me. Pray for me in this season, especially in the next episodes, This, the, the topics are not light. So continue to pray for me. I love you guys so much, and thank you for your support and so much love um, in this season. But I love y'all, and I will see you guys in two weeks.